the dump Variety Out Enjoy the show Welcome back to this quick dub feed variety hour. It has been a minute since I've posted anything, so just to uh, to further clarify anything or everything to clarify everything, uh, I have been sleeping for several months, just like the grandpa in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay, that's a lie. Uh, I guess you could kind of add a combination of just being busy, being tired being depressed which comes and goes during this beautiful pandemic uh i didn't really have the motivation to uh jump on here and create another pod so granted there's other factors in place um my right hand guy for most of these podcasts tom he uh he had twins he birthed them himself he he, uh carried them no that's 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 actually a, a fib his wife uh Carrie twins and she gave birth in February so there was a drop-off point of uh, podcast from that that point on until recently so we actually did record two episodes not too long ago probably about um uh, a week or so ago so I'll be dropping those pretty soon but I figured I'd provide a little context uh with a quick snippet here just to give you guys what's uh what's up what's new and what's happening in the world so yeah, what is going on? Um, not much. Uh, the Delta variant is kicking ass around everyone who is unvaccinated. And the fact that vaccinations have become a political issue is beyond me and it makes no fucking sense. But whatever, you know, like some people don't want to be vaccinated, but those same people need to understand they need to stay the fuck inside. I feel that's just common sense. They're making it like if it's a liberty that they're losing, it's like... You lost liberties when you decided that it was okay to run and gallivant about during a pandemic, during a, a season of virus times that will literally kill you. But I digress, of course. Um, what else is new? Um, I got a nice little kitten. I'm unaware of whether or not they are a male or female. So the two main winning names, and I, it might actually be three now, um, the two main names is Kat, or Thren, Catherine Zeta-Jones, emphasis on Kat, but also the the notion of how much this cat loves feet, it could also be Tarantino. Drop the Quentin, just leave on the Tarantino. That might be the name. Maybe the name could be Trevor Moore. And y'all might wonder why that name comes to mind. And with a heavy heart, it is hard to say, but Trevor Moore is no longer with us. The genius that brought us The Whitest Kids You Know and some of the founding comedy that I uh, would daily binge during high school and and after, uh, Trevor Moore founded The Whitest Kids You Know. Um, At this point in my life, I had not been a beginner to sketch comedy saturday night live was always cracking me up mad tv more so but i discovered kids in the hall and of course if i had not watched any of these shows and not grasped the concept of uh sketch comedy and how many roles a small troupe or group of individuals create stuff um i probably would have just come eh, this just looks like some stupid comedy show on ifc but the Whitest Kids You Know was probably one of the most funniest sketch comedy shows to ever have been made. 
the timing, the jokes, the comedy, the acting, everything. And it reminded me of Kids in the Hall. I think that was another reason why I jumped on it, because there you have dudes playing chicks and and what have. So it always uh, always entertained. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it. it I'll be honest. Uh, I I woke up from a three hour nap yesterday, and I, I woke to a a text message about him passing away, and I was just like, Nah, this is bullshit. This is the Onion. This is HardTimes.net. But Lo and behold, it turns out this was a factual death, and it's unfortunate. Uh, we lose a lot of a lot of funny. But one thing that always cracked me up is anytime he posts anything, you could never tell if he was being serious or joking. So he was one of those that it seemed like he was always on. And unfortunately, somebody brought to light he he made a post about his son and and wife, and I guess it was just like his reflection of turning forty. And he wrote in it himself. He's just like, "This is me." This is me taking a break from the funny for a moment to just reflect on what a great life I've had. It's something that he has to uh, reflect upon in his life. So it's good to know that he was in a peaceful and good place upon uh, passing. So perspective is important with that. Yeah, I mean, if if you guys are unfamiliar with Trevor Moore and the whitest kids you know, uh, just jump onto YouTube, uh, Google anything Trevor Moore and it'll crack you up. I guess some of the highlights would be... um, Poop, <laughs> poop at a meeting. There's another skit about somebody doing the jerk off motion and the way that it's portrayed in it, and how awkward and great and responsive it is. It's worth your time. Uh, Christian Shaw shared it on Twitter, and it instantly reminded me of how brilliant these guys are. And uh, it just shows, you know, I'm I'm bummed that Trevor Moore is is no longer with us. And rest in peace to a a legend. Simply put. Speaking of sketch comedy, I guess on a slightly less downer note, uh, I've been watching a lot of Impractical Jokers, and they are pretty much a troupe of, I was going to say, impractical comedians, but they're actually a group of um, improv comedians. Uh, Very similar story to many of the troops that have come along uh, and blessed us with some some golden comedy. Uh, It was one of those shows I kind of avoided because it was just heavily advertised and everywhere, and I'm like, all right, let's give it a rest, guys. It can't be that good. And it, I mean, simply put, it's like, uh, it's like Jackass meets Punked. Um, not as heavy as Jackass and pretty similar to Punked, but still managing to, to run on this different uh, luster because they're all buddies. They're all best friends since high school. And uh, it, it cracks me up pretty much. I, I, it's, it's become a comfort show as, as many shows have come and gone during the pandemic as a comfort show. It has reigned supreme lately in the past months or so. So that is what I've been doing as of late. Other than that, uh, it has been a whole lot of nothing. Uh, a lot of hangouts, a lot of uh, um, staying in. There was a brief period in this pandemic where things seemed to be okay, and now we're kind of headed back towards a point where things might not be okay. Uh, there was a reduction, but I mean, as as I noted when I have been when I had followed all the maps and showed all the trajectories of cases going up and down. Uh, once I started to see the unvaccinated uprise of idiots, um, I realized this this fucking thing is not going to be over for quite some time. So um, it just seemed like we were overdue for a spike. Unfortunately, as as dark and fucked up as that sounds, it just seemed like we were overdue for a rise in some bullshit coming soon. But, you know, what are you going to do? You got to stay safe, wash your hands. 
limit your social interactions and or limit them with people that are vaccinated. And don't listen to fucking anti-vax moronic people like Marjorie Taylor fuckface, whatever the cock and balls name she has. Any, any other of these dumb fucks. Do what you feel best. You don't have to follow every little notion to what the government tells you. I understand being fearful of government because that's, you know, tale as old as time. Of course, the government is, is surrounded and they're fully, deeply de- dived into levels of bullshit. However, it is pertinent to make sure you're healthy and you're not causing any issues related to this virus, carrying on more bullshit that's going to keep this virus going forever. Look out to yourself, but my brother-in-law posted something on social media pretty much saying, like, we all need a break from social interaction and going out. Say, save that trip to the club that you don't need to fucking go to because that is a potential super spreader. So it's time to reacclimate to your, your body, your soul, and your mind, and it is time to reflect more so on yourself than everything else going on in the world. Of all the things that need to be done, there needs to be a lot more self-reflection within people, and that is just a fact. Um, on that note, I can point out that uh, in terms of self-help and mental stability, I have been trying to work out more. That is something that I have been doing. Uh been doing a little tennis against the handball court. That's one thing. Uh, the other thing I do is uh, Wii Fitness. No, I'm sorry, not Wii Fitness. It's uh, Nintendo Switch Fitness, which is the uh, the the successor of Wii Fitness. So I have a, a, a Nintendo Switch boxing that uh, helps me get rid of calories. I say that as I'm drinking a Spritzer Bomb brought to you by Six Point Eight Point Zero Alcohol by Volume. Enjoy responsibly or enjoy in your home as irresponsible as you like. <sighs> That's good beer. So yeah, I got a little black cat here. She has been pretty pretty tame. She she does like to bite, as all cats do. And I say she like if I know for a fact that she's a woman when I I believe there are balls there. Um, she's all black. So that doesn't help in the narrowing down of whether or not she's uh, a boy or a girl. Uh, the black hair kind of hides junk. Um, as of current, she's staring at my cans that are empty sitting in my recycling bin, and she's hunting for something, but I'm not quite sure what. Could it be a bug? Or could it just be a funny color that's getting her attention? She does some weird shit, but that's that's typical of babies and uh, kittens. So she is technically a kitten. But is she, she is cute as hell. She's cuddly. And uh, I, I think she don't hate me much. She she comes and she chills with me. It could be the snacks and whatnot I provide her. But at the same time, uh, I think we got a little bond and I'll, I'll take it. Um, this apartment was getting uh, quiet and lonely. My roommate has still been uh, out upstate. And uh, not that his company was good company. It was just company nonetheless that you're not in a empty room, empty uh, apartment, empty cubicle of space. So it's nice to have something prancing around here and providing some some cuddles on occasion what else is going on i think uh it is time for me and tom to gear back up and get something uh filming uh as i mentioned before we took a break from this podcast i mean he's busy raising two kids they are i believe past six months now they're getting so big and it's it's just it's 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 mind-blowing how quickly babies grow so they're they're like they're like little cutie Cutie Pie's developing personalities, and they're at six months and slowly developing what it can only be 
even more layers of personality and and intrigue and whatnot. So it's quite a journey that I'm I'm so happy for uh, Taylor and Tom for that. So very exciting. I was gonna say, God damn it! Oh yeah, we want to film things. It's kind of umbrella termed, but uh, not umbrella termed. Umbrella like overall very vague but uh we definitely need to finish detective stewart detective stewart needs to be uh brought to a close or at least brought to this 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 saga that we've provided during the pandemic needs to be closed uh, i guess i just need to honorably mention uh some some shows and some things that i've been watching uh, i watched how to with john wilson which was probably one of the most brilliant docu-style shows it um it invokes Koyanatsky, I believe, is the name of the um, the um, documentary that that comes to mind when I'm watching it. I'm going to confirm that right now with Google. Uh, Philip Glass does the soundtrack for that, but I'm going to pull it up here anyway. It's Koyanatsky. Koyanatsky. It pretty much sounds like that, but it's a lot of um, it's a lot of actuality footage. A lot of what seems like time lapse and just random pieces of time, but it's just so gorgeously filmed and just brilliantly complimented by Philip Glass's um, his uh, music. So, um, but anyways, John Wilson, he's just a dude walking around trying to figure out simple things like how to how to uh, how to pretty much cover your furniture, how to talk, how to communicate with people but the way it unfolds it always takes like a hard left or a hard right into crazy territory that still somehow ties into the overall that he's trying to you know show us so um it it is a great quick hbo series every episode is 30 minutes long and they uh excuse me drinking the beer and the beer's coming back um and they all pretty much they they uh they they wrap around um, just brilliantly in terms of explaining things, but the main point that I wanted to take away from that is the final episode pretty much becomes live with uh, with the pandemic. So the pandemic bleeds into the last episode. So he's showing like people disappearing. Then he shows the scariness of the pandemic. I don't want to give too much away because it's just brilliant. But it um it is just brilliantly put together, and because of that. It reminds me of another show that ties right into the pandemic, and that is the special that Bo Burnham released on Netflix called Inside. Inside is nothing but sheer brilliance from the first moment to the last moment. For the mini skits in it to every earworm, catchy, brilliant tune that is provided in it. Songs have been literally stuck in my head for months because of it, and I'm not even complaining. Uh, on an alternative basis, one song will be stuck, then a line from another song will be stuck, then this line will be stuck, and it, it is it is just um, the the fact that he put it all together in his bedroom. I'm sorry, not his bedroom, in his like living room, in his living space during the pandemic, he crafted something so simple but so brilliant, but so smart, so layered, and it is it is uh I mean I I don't even I I can't even put words together on how good it was. But I can watch it over and over again. It's like comfort, but it's also sad because it 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 is relatable to what many of us felt as we were going through this chaos that is the pandemic. 
and then side note, uh, it ain't over yet. We're still in it. We're still going through it. A lot of people think it's over and they're just going about life as is, but it that's not the case. But anyways, it, it touched on a lot of feelings that everybody and anybody has felt during this pandemic. So I can not highly recommend this. I can I cannot recommend this any more than I've already recommended it 6,000 times because I can't stop recommending it. Highly recommended. Take time to watch it. How To With John Wilson, Inside by Bo Burnham. What else have I watched? I tried watching Omega Man, and I got through part of it, and the reason I watched it is because there's a great Simpsons uh, Trios of Horror skit uh, based around this movie on its in its entirety, and I got through about, f- I want to say, 30, 40 minutes of it, and God, was it boring. God, was it sort of like ha- hammed together. And you could tell it was kind of sort of like, it was it was like a 70s vibed film. So like you watch certain movies from the 70s and you get like the, the feel of it. You get like, just like watching a movie from the 90s, you get like sort of the vibe from it. So I got to a certain point and I'm like, this is, this is kind of fucking corny. This is kind of boring. And the zombies are kind of lackluster. The acting is meh. Um, Charlton Heston, you know, he's a great actor, so he was selling it, but the the story didn't really go anywhere from what I watched, and it just didn't pan out enough for me to to stay on board. So I kind of bailed. I usually don't bail on movies, but this one I was like, either I'm going to take time to watch it later, or I'll, uh, I'll just bail now and continue watching Impractical Jokers or reruns of Futurama, which is exactly what I did. So I did that instead. I did watch this film called Mandibles, which is a French film. Uh, topping in at about an, uh, an hour and 12 minutes, I believe. Uh, it, very short movie, very quick, short, sweet, simple, hilarious. Uh, the internet referred to it as a French dumb and dumber. I felt like it was a combination of The Big Lebowski meets Dumb and Dumber meets The Fly, which is a lot what uh, critics said it was very much like The Fly. But it's pretty much a, a movie about like two two nitwits. They have to deliver a briefcase. And in the midst of trying to deliver this briefcase, one of the guys steals a car and within the back seat or the trunk of the car, there's a oversized, like 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 pet sized fly in there. And rather than like going to take this fly to the authorities, they start thinking of a let's turn this into a get rich quick scheme. We'll train it, we'll train it to rob banks, and we'll make it our own. And then the movie ensues from there. Highly recommended. Very stupid, very funny, very quick. Uh, the young lady from Blue is the Warmest Color is in it, and she plays an injured... She got injured in a skating accident, so she always talks with a high pitch. Like It sounds like she's yelling always. So there's a lot of little quirky notions like that within it that just make it so fucking stupid, but so fucking hilarious. It really... It, it sort of like shined this Peter... I'm sorry, it, it shined like a, a Ferrelli Brothers-S type of vibe to it, which... It's highly worthy if you're if you're into that sort of com- comedic sound vibe, etc. I'd recommend that one. What else have I watched? I'm trying to think. I feel like I watched something that was worthy of the impact in this time. I haven't watched any TV other than Impractical Jokers. Can I go on my Amazon Prime? Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. There's a little snippet of um the Bezos song. Inside by Bo Burnham. All right, let's take a look. I'm going in my uh, my history here, so let's see if there's something that has stuck out that I've watched recently. Um, 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 um. Yeah, I mean, I, I've also just been binging Workaholics, which I I binged mostly through, and I just didn't finish it. 
So I finally picked it back up, and I'm on, I believe, the second to last season. I started watching What is America, which was another uh, great show by Sasha Baron Cohen. I honestly, and this is fully full disclosure between you guys and myself, I feel like it was better than Borat 2. It's just, it's it's quirky, there's a lot more characters, and it just unfolds on a very ridiculous but entertaining level. I did watch The Pianist, and it uh, devastated me. I will probably devastate myself by watching um, um, Schindler's List and just do a, a podcast of me just crying profusely for 45 minutes straight. No, but I, I, I do, I feel like The Pianist and uh, Schindler's List is probably a good parallel for a, a an up-and-coming dub feat, which uh, you guys should look forward to soon. Um, the Pianist, obviously, I mentioned it b- briefly, but I haven't really talked about it much, but it's a devastatingly poignant film that just, it eats away at your heart from the maybe the 15-20 minute mark, and it just gets sadder and sadder, and the delivery by uh, Adrian Brody, um, I, I can't stress how good he was in this movie. There's There's just one line at the end that I have to mention, and he's just like, he 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 confides in a, a random Nazi German soldier that doesn't kill him and has some compassion because any way you look at it, everybody wants to say every Nazi is an evil person, but some people were just you know you're a soldier in a war. So he found and crossed paths with one of these guys. He let him this soldier let him live, and to the point where like he was freezing, he was hungry. The guy provided him food. The guy provided him a lot. Provided him an, a, a, an actual jacket to wear. So when um, Adrian Brody's character finally uh, gets rescued by Russians. They ask him why is he wearing that German coat, and a beat passes. He looks at them. He's already like frail, and he just goes, "I'm cold." The only thing he has to say, "I'm cold," and the way he delivers it is so depressing. I remember just <laughs> he said I'm cold and I'm just like what the fuck guys just leave him alone he's fucking cold okay he's been through a lot if you guys only knew it is a brilliant film and it is worth watching and the two hours and thirty minutes they don't drag but they they move at a pace that is is it's it's it, you're absorbing a war so it's it's a pace that um, is doled out to you slowly but it is a very sad and heartbreaking story. It put me on to Vladislav Spillman's music, which is very beautifully scored, and he's a very brilliant talent, which is the movie, which is the character that the movie's based upon. I don't know if you guys have been watching Love, Death, and Robots, but they came back with a second season. It's an anthology animated series. Could not recommend it more. Every story is different. Every story is brilliant. Well, okay, maybe not every story. Some are kind of silly, but some they all move quick. They all are very interesting and entertaining. So everyone is worth every single one is worth the time, at least for the animation specs for many, 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 many layers as uh, for why. So yeah, couldn't recommend, could not recommend anymore. Um, I did also binge Arrested Development for the umpteenth time, and it hit as it should. It was amazing. It was phenomenal. Um, I did watch This is a Robbery, which is a short, limited series about a robbery in Boston. It was a great story. It is a crazy story, and of course it involves the Irish mob. It's just, you know, you you can't have something going on in Boston without that uh, carbon. So, it is entertaining. Highly recommended as well. It moves quick, but it kind of drags a little bit towards the middle, but still it is a... It is a great moving flick. But yeah, anyways, not to digress too much, and I'm just rambling about all the stuff I've seen. Um, 
Let me just add, uh, I think you should leave. I highly recommend that. I watched the first season 6,000 times. I'm still waiting to watch the second season. I don't know why I'm talking like I'm about to be cut off, but I think I just feel the, the tension to do so because I'm just rambling about movies now. Oh, and I also watched Mitchell's and the Machines. It was entertaining, and it also ties up the, the, the you know, it's, it's like, okay, that's enough. I'm kidding. Um, Mitchell and the Machines was entertaining. It very much is like, it's like an end of the world sort of uh, robots rise up vibe, but it also seems to sort of mend a gap of uh, generations within the film because it ties into, like, I feel like there's certain films that end up catering to, you know, millennials, Generation X, et cetera, et cetera. And this one finally sort of bridged the gap between the two. And it shows, you know, the age gap with between parents and their children and how children are not always seen as normal people to their parents, but they're always looking for affection and love from their parents. So... It is a great animated flick that is on Netflix. It's a Netflix exclusive. Well, it's a Netflix exclusive, and I could not recommend it more. Uh, you're graced by the great voices of Danny McBride, Abby J- Jacobson, Maya Rudolph, and that's just a few off the top. Eric Andre is one of the characters. Fred Armisen, John Legend, Chrissy Teigen, Blake Griffin, Conan O'Brien. You don't need to hear all of them. Take a moment, watch it, enjoy it. Uh, I think that I'll just wrap it up because I feel like at this point I'm probably just rambling to you guys. But I just wanted to say, uh, hey guys, I miss you. I need to get back and do this. This feels pretty good. I'm not stuttering 6,000 times. Usually I'm like, I got to pause it twice. I got to pause it three times. I got to reread my notes. I got to pull up my laptop. So I just wanted to uh, just jump in here real quick and touch base before I drop some uh, some new content on you. Um, hope everybody is well. Um if you're not, you know where to reach me. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a text. We could hash this shit out. We could talk a little bit. Or we don't have to talk at all. We could sit in awkward silence and just respect the, the notion of two bodies being in a, in a place acknowledging the chaos that this world is in. So, on that note, this has been an update on the Dubfeet Variety Hour podcast. See you guys soon.